And on the seventh day, God created the Pottervision podcast, a show where two men will rejoice and sing of their love for Harry Potter, for the enjoyment of the people. And lo, he commanded, everyone shall go forth and spread word of said podcast via Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Hell, even Snapchat. Anyway, here's episode 14. Hello and once again welcome to the Pottervision podcast, the podcast where every week myself, Lucas Kirkby and my good Pottervision pal Tom Lawrenson, we look at, we read, we dissect and we tickle the edges of a Harry Potter chapter. This week we're getting towards the climax of book one, it's chapter 14, Norbert the Norwegian Ridgeback. Tom, you alright mate? I'm all right, mate. You all right, mate? I'm all right, mate. <laughs> what have you been up to? Hey, I've been up to all sorts. That's right, I've yeah. had a bag of licorice. How's your week been, pal? It's been all right. It's not been bad. As you know, we record this a few weeks in advance. We're in the lead-up to Christmas, and we've been gearing up to the school pantomime. Yeah, yeah. What part are you playing? Nobody. <laughs> Nobody this year. Uh, but oh, I, I, I Couldn't write. get a part. Couldn't no, get a no. part. I did audition, but ooh, that blooming geography teacher picked me to it in the what's auditions. The, uh, what's the pantomime story this year? It's Jack and the Beanstalk. Yeah, yeah. It's a classic, and uh, I've helped to write it. I've written a few songs for it, and now, because it's... It's COVID, I don't know if you knew it was going on. It's pre-filmed for the first time, so rather than a live one in the hall, it's oh. a video film. So is this a school one or is this a Welsh one? No, this is for school, this is for the yeah. kiddies! Yeah, 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 not your back home... Uh, no, no, we mentioned it last week, uh, or four weeks ago, I can't remember which segment we <laughs> talked about it in, but um, they've done a virtual one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, with the two of them. For the one you're doing is for the kids. For the kiddies, yeah, and it's... Uh, yeah, it's filmed. It's got all the teachers in it being the parts. It's all good. Do you make an appearance? I, uh, yes, I do. Actually, I'm playing the keyboard during a song. You see me in the background. Singing oh along. yeah, yeah. Bjorn from that's, Abba. That's bloody exciting. <laughs> oh, it is. Uh, so yeah, hopefully that's going all right. The, there's a guy who teaches science who is mm-hmm. editing it. Oh yeah, he's the the technical. Uh, you know, maestro. I wouldn't mind meeting him. Uh, well, I can arrange that. <laughs> Let me know. I'll uh, pass on your details. Thank you. <laughs> so, Tom, I've been doing that. A lot of thigh slapping, yeah. cross-dressing, custard pies. <laughs> what have you been up to? Oh, you know me, Lucas. I'm, a, I'm an everyman, you know. You I go to work, I go in. And they, they decided one day that they were going to... Uh, they caught me. And oh. they, uh, they tied me up, yeah. and they hog-tied me, they hung me from the ceiling, <laughs> and they uh, were whipping my body, of course. Oh, yeah. Not literally, metaphorically, but that's just how it feels, doesn't it? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and that's Pe- why I love going to work. <laughs> People trampling all over my face. <laughs> is that your spirit? Let's crush it! <laughs> what is going on, Tom? <laughs> you had a hard week at work. Oh, you know, just a hard week at being alive. Uh, but yeah, I'm happier <laughs> than ever. <laughs> no, I'm only playing. Uh, yeah, but yeah, you know, I'm just getting into that Christmas vibe. Movies, food, I'm living life and I've been reading this bloody book. Fantastic. What movies have you been watching? Uh, Elf. Oh, that cotton-headed ninny muggins. <laughs> that was a good one. Uh, yeah, and uh, I don't know, some other bits. Some other stuff. Now, the idea of Elf. I like the story of Elf. He grows up in Santa's workshop. Mm. And he's massive. <laughs> Everyone else is small, and he thinks he's one of them. Well, I love Looks a... like Hagrid. <laughs> well, I love about... Oh, he's the reverse Hagrid. No. He same, is Hagrid. Same Hagrid. Yeah. There's a funny bit where he's in New York City, and he stands on the toilet, and he looks over at the next guy in the cube, and yeah. he goes, Hey, have you seen the size of these toilets? Yeah. Yeah. I thought, why wasn't Santa Claus letting him use his toilet? 
Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me, I know you're my adopted son, yeah. uh, but you can't use this. But this isn't Alpha Vision, this is the Potter Vision podcast. Yeah. Look out in 2021 for the Alpha Vision podcast. Mr. Kirkby. Yes, Mr. Lawrenson. Have you got me a rundown? Oh, I always have because I don't like to disappoint you. Excellent. It's chapter 14, it's Norbert the Norwegian Ridgeback. Mm-hmm. Now then, we're getting towards the end of the year and exams are looming on the horizon. And actually, if you don't pass them, you're not coming back to Hogwarts next year. So they're very important. Hermione's busy revising. Tom, uh, Tom Ron <laughs> and uh, Harry cannot be doing with it. Cannot be doing with exams. But anyway, they're at it, they're revising. Hagrid comes into the library, sneaks a book out, all very suspicious. Yeah, yeah. They go back to his hut and it turns out he's only got a blooming dragon egg. It's a dragon egg and later on it hatches and he calls it Norbert. It's Norbert the Norwegian Ridgeback. Now it's very secretive because it's illegal to own dragons, especially if you're a caretaker at a school, a gameskeeper. Now then, Malfoy finds out and he looks through the windows and he sees the dragon. Yeah, yeah. And he knows that they're trying to get rid of it. They're trying to give it to Ron's brother, Charlie, to take it off to Romania. So Malfoy tries to catch them at it. They're off to the top of a tower. They're going to give it to Ron's mates, Charlie's mates, and off it's going to go. Now McGonagall catches Malfoy. The others are in the invisibility cloak. He gets a detention. They think, hee, hee, hee. Happy days. They go up to the top of the tower. They get rid of Norbert. Wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. Yeah, yeah. They come back down the stairs and two things have happened. Number one, Filch is there. Yeah. Number two, they've left the cloak at the top of the tower. And oh dear, we are in trouble. Oh my God. Yeah, Norbert's the Norwegian Ridgeback. What a chapter. Do you know what? We don't (laughs) say this in jest. What a chapter. I want to, I don't know, this felt like a bit of a a side quest to the the main... Do you know what? I completely agree. Yeah. I was like, um, sorry, what? This chapter didn't really seem to have anything to do with the rest of the book. No, this felt like a Christmas special <laughs> of the series. Yeah. Where suddenly, you know, we've got like, like the Wizarding World's equivalent of Shrek the Halls. A bit, a bit of a filler episode where you kind of saw different sides to people that doesn't, you know, things don't seem to have um, any effect on the main story. But this <laughs> is in here anyway. We get a bit more development from Hagrid and stuff like that. It's a weird chapter. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it starts off, uh, they're keeping an eye out on Quirrell. They're like, oh, that poor soul. That poor soul. Poor old Quirrell. Yeah, they're looking out for him. Hey, don't be laughing at his stutter. Smiling at him as he walks through the corridors. The first act of kindness that Ron Weasley does in this book is telling people off for laughing at Quirrell's stutter. Yeah. Yeah. Quirrell's fake stutter. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, leave him alone. He's trying his hardest with that. (laughs) He's he's acting like that. And they're saying that every time they see him, he looks paler and thinner. Mm. But then they're going, oh, he must be doing all right, even though he looks like he's slowly losing blood. (laughs) These kids are the worst judge of character in the world. A (laughs) hundred percent. You know, why are they not reporting this? You know, they know that, or they think that Snape is after Quirrell, and he's a potions master, so he knows what he's doing with stuff. He could easily poison him. Every day they see Quirrell, he looks a bit thinner and a bit paler. This, where are the teachers in this book? Yeah. In this chapter... Uh, they're dotted about, well, I think they sleep, the more nocturnal teachers, yeah. because they sleep during the day, so they can wander around at night to, ca- to see works. if there's any kids out and about. <laughs> Imagine getting a job at Hogwarts, and it's like, yeah, this is your schedule. Um, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, you are on the night watch. Sorry? Excuse me? <laughs> After lessons, yeah, we like teachers to wander around in their nightgowns. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the thing, like, it's not even as if they are dressed for that role. <laughs> It's always like, well, I'll dress for bed, but I'll still patrol the corridors. I think I've got a much better um, solution. Oh, yeah. Uh, to keep the kids in their, their, like, their dormitories. Yeah. Right, okay. You know, they take them all in that night, they do a register, and then they lock them in. Yeah. <laughs> and also, you cannot get into the common room unless the fat lady or whoever lets you in. Yeah. So why is she suddenly yielding to people just pushing her open on the way out? <laughs> Password. You know, there yeah. should be like a, a curfew. 
Mm. Where she is like, right, no, no, you're not, you're not going out. It's ten o'clock, and even if he's got the invisibility cloak, she's still going to feel being swung up. And... She doesn't mind. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I can't Ooh, control that. Oh, she's a swinger. A gust of wind. Um, <laughs> exams are upon them. Yeah. Hermione's saying, lads, if you want to pass first year, first year, Harry, and I know yeah. how awful your life has been for the past eleven years. Yeah. I think it's in your best intentions to pass first year. Yeah. So you can continue coming here yeah. each year. And he's like, oh! Can't be doing with that. <laughs> he's a fool. <laughs> Ten weeks, it feels like a lot, Harry Potter, but your life at Hogwarts is on the line here. Basically, revise <laughs> or be abused. <laughs> Those are the options. Get your bloody book he's, open. I think he's putting that to the back of his mind completely. <laughs> They'd, that was a dream. This isn't the dream. The living the, with the Dursleys was a dream. Yeah. Now this is me real life, and there's nothing that could ever take it away from me. The studying in the library. Yeah. Oh yeah. And uh, what do I want to say? They've got a weird relationship with Hagrid. Yeah. Because what cheek to say to him, Hagrid? What are you doing in the library? Yeah. <laughs> why is Hagrid not going to be able to pick up a book? So why would you be in the library? It's like, it's roles reversed here. Like, they're yeah. treating him like he's the student. Yeah. Hagrid, what are you doing indoors? <laughs> Get out! Back to your hutch! Off you go, off you go. Honestly, Hagrid needs a bit more respect, I think, Well, these guys. Well, this chapter, I really think he's, um, he's off kilter. Yes. Right? Previous chapters, it seemed like, you know... He's not all there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this chapter, something's wrong with him. Yes. Right? I mean, mentally, emotionally. Yeah. Like, because he's lost it. Right, but yeah. we're going to get into that. We'll get into that. Yeah. You know, he might have a bit of an identity disorder. We don't know, but yeah. it's all going on. Now, they're revising, aren't they? Mm-hmm. And the exams are 10 weeks away. Yeah. And Hermione says... That would seem like 10 seconds yeah. to Nicholas Flamel, right? Oh, no, like a second. 10 weeks is like a second to Nicholas Flamel. Yeah. Well, I just wanted to correct that maths. Uh, it would actually seem like just over 30 hours. <laughs> All right, if you do a bit of maths with their ages. <laughs> and also, just because Nicholas Flamel is old yeah. doesn't mean time is moving slow for him. No. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 mental. But all, like, I think, you know, Flamel's psychology now, actually, would be, you know, I've not got much time left. Mm. You know, I've decided that, you know, I'm going to hand this stone back. going to let Dumbledore look after it. Mm-hmm. I need to make every second count. Count, yeah. yeah. I'm going to do my revision. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to spend Un- ten weeks pissing about. Unlike Ron and Harry, yeah. I want to pass first year. <laughs> <laughs> just him sat next to him in the library hey you're 665 hey look it says in the Hogwarts song whether you be old and bald and here I am learning me magic oh Nicholas can you lean forward you're getting flakes all over me papers <laughs> your skin's peeling off boy <laughs> now the rules he also says they regularly mm-hmm. put their ear to the door to check <laughs> that Fluffy is still there and every time they can hear her growling. <laughs> this dog is really suffering. You know, it, this dog is on its own in a room growling at nothing. Getting annoyed, barking at ghosts. <laughs> I think this must be like a rescue three-headed dog. Maybe um, maybe Hagrid and this dog, like their minds are like connected in somehow, you know, like Harry and Voldemort. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because this dog's getting restless inside the building yeah. and Hagrid's getting restless inside his hut. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't it? Maybe they're connected somehow. <laughs> Maybe that's it. And Hagrid, when he goes to sleep, he just dreams of bones. <laughs> He'd be doing that anyway. Yeah, probably, yeah. <laughs> oh, I love a bone, me. <laughs> so first we find out about yeah. dragons, isn't it? Yes. Dragons. Dragons. So uh, Hagrid's in the library and he walks off and Ron goes, right, I'm going to find out what he was up to. Yeah. Mind your business. Yeah. You nosy Parker. <laughs> well, I'm going to find out what he was up to. Brings back a load of books on dragons. Dragons! He was looking up dragons. And yeah. Harry's like, real dragons or whatever he's like. What's he like? Yeah, he doesn't, he goes, they don't live around here though, do they? And he goes, yeah, some in Scotland, some in Wales. Yeah, they're all over the place. 
Why, yeah, um, wizards have such a hard time. You're not allowed to keep dragons as pets. We have such a hard time keeping them away from muggles. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Why can't Why can't muggles know about uh, dragons? Yeah, exactly. You know, oh yeah, snakes, yeah, you can know about them. Uh, what's, sharks. What's the cut-off? What defines a magical creature? Um, if it's not real. <laughs> <laughs> but, I don't know, maybe it's... Yeah, it does seem a bit elitist where they're like, oh yeah, muggles can't learn about dragons. Lions, yeah. yes. Yeah, you can learn about lions. We have to wipe their minds, men in black style, every time. <laughs> every time they see one, we have to wipe their bloody minds. Yeah, but surely they must know about the giant cockroaches. No, we have to make them forget about that as well. <laughs> it's none of their business. Because, of course, there's like... There's dragons in, like, folklore, isn't there, and legends yeah. and stuff like that. But maybe that's the thing, uh, you know, maybe it's stuff... That's always been kept a secret. But I don't know, yeah, I don't know why they would want to do that. Mm. Why shouldn't muggles be dragon aware? Would we sleep easier knowing dragons exist? Or do you think I would just, like, give up on life completely? Do you know what I mean? Like, why well, even... At the minute, I think anything could tip you over the edge. <laughs> <laughs> why even bother with life if, yeah. like, dragons exist? I'm not going to work. Do you know why? A dragon looked in my skylight this morning and winked at me. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose it's how many are there? And, you know, can they be contained? Or maybe it's such that uh, they've got such a low estimation of muggles mm. that they think they'd probably try and kill every dragon. I reckon they would. They'd get, like, the army on it, wouldn't they? Where it's... <laughs> yeah, I know. It'd be like those films, you know, like King Kong or Godzilla, where mm. they go, like, right, come on, the army, the army, and they come in with the tanks, and then mm. it doesn't do anything, and they end up dying. When actually, you just needed someone who looks a bit like Marilyn Monroe to be lifted up next to a skyscraper. Yeah, not... Reminds me a bit of the BFG, that, you know, with the fight with the uh, giants and the army at the end. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, where uh, suddenly the RAF come in and... Uh, <laughs> there's the rear gun again mm. him in the back of the neck. So they go and meet Hagrid in his shack. So he says to the kids in the library, shh, yeah. meet, meet me in my shack tonight. Inappropriate. Very inappropriate. <laughs> and also, Hagrid, you definitely don't want to keep this a secret. You're being suspicious, right? You're trying to sneak a book out of the library. First of all, why not do it during lessons? Yep. Second of all... Don't go, look, come round to me this afternoon. Very inappropriate. Right, they'll be here any minute. I'll uh, just put the egg on display in front of the fire. <laughs> I'll have the temperature of my hut, uh, 200 degrees. <laughs> um, so it's uncomfortable, so they have to ask why it's so hot. Yeah. And I'll go, ooh, I, sh I shouldn't say, <laughs> looking over at his fireplace. <laughs> it's <laughs> essentially the Harry Potter equivalent of doing one of those vague... Facebook statuses mm. where it's like I can't mention the person but somebody's <laughs> really annoyed me at work today and then you message them they go oh it was Debbie yeah <laughs> oh the nightmare DM me DM me DM me, me. <laughs> come to me shack I'll tell you everything I'll tell you everything but Hagrid do we have to come to your shack it's about a three mile walk yeah <laughs> why don't you just tell us here in the library no 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 come, come over to me shack I want you to see real um, it's a real I really questioned Hagrid's character yeah in this chapter right because um, <sighs> I can explain this you see Dumbledore yes says I would trust I bring this up every week yes you do and I, do you know what a pot vision episode would not be the same without it without this point I would trust Hagrid with my life I would trust Hagrid with my life yeah. right you trust him with your life yeah right your employee yeah who can't be bothered to do his job yeah uh, is breaking rule like mm -hmm. no committing crimes mm -hmm. on school property and having unprofessional like uh, relationships with students yeah yeah and what was and yeah, he's Dumbledore's most trusted employee. Yeah, boys will be boys. Boys will be boys. <laughs> yeah, it's just ridiculous, isn't it? Yeah, it's absolutely ridiculous. And I do question a lot of what Hagrid does. I'm sure we'll question a lot of his. Uh... No, but even then, right? I yeah, would, I would trust Hagrid uh, with my life. Yeah. right? He's telling your students all your secrets because they complimented him. Yeah, he's so easy to fool. 
Hermione goes, oh, of course, you're the most trustworthy uh, member of uh, Dumbledore's staff. Well, I guess I could tell you some things. Uh, <laughs> McGonagall did an enchantment, so did Snape, or uh, Flitwick, uh, they're all at it. Look, I can't tell you nothing about what's guarding the Philosopher's Stone. Nice boots. Well, Fluffy's guarding it. <laughs> tell you that for nothing. Keep going, keep going. Tease me, tease me. I'll give you a little bit more. What about me jacket? It's quite nice. Well, why don't you get a flute and play him to sleep? <laughs> and tell you what, play a few, a couple of tones longer and I'll take the jacket off. <laughs> oh, keep playing, keep playing. Oh, have a stoked sandwich. They're all going wild, right? They're all going wild, right? They're in Hagrid's shack, out of Hagrid's yeah. shack. He sends him a letter. Uh, it's hatching. Yeah. <laughs> Again, you know, teasing them. <laughs> Not nothing else, just it's hatching. But Mum and Dad are out. <laughs> I'm babysitting and I've got a bottle of wine, come over. <laughs> we can lock the kids in the other room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's hatching. <laughs> it's hatching. What is my plan to get sacked? <laughs> oh, come on, have a look at me, eh? <laughs> He's trying his best. Like, Hogwarts is a boys' club, yeah, right? Yeah. The book's a boys' club. Every yeah. character's a boy. <laughs> Hermione's the only girl. Yeah. The other girl's McGonagall, and yeah. when she's in it, she's having to be, like, having to discipline everyone. Yeah, yeah, Those yeah. are the two, like, uh, female characters in this chapter. Yeah, yeah. Hermione going, no, we can't do that. We'll get in trouble. And McGonagall going, detention. Yeah. <laughs> Right, they go. They go. Right, we're gonna go see uh, Hagrid in his shack later. Yeah. And Hermione says, um, "No, lads, I don't think we should." Yeah, because one, <laughs> that's illegal. Yeah, and two, we've got exams coming up. Yeah, and Harry whispers to her, "Shut up, shut up." <laughs> Well, I think at that point we have earwigging Draco, don't we? Mm. And to be honest, you know. They're, that's their fault, not his. Mm. They are foolish enough to talk about it in lesson. Then, you know, they should get caught. Every, everyone is being sloppy in this chapter. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Careless. What does Ron tell us at the beginning of the chapter? In, was it 1407 or something? Or 1702 or something like that? Yeah. At the Warlocks Convention. Oh, yeah. They made um, owning a dragon as a pet illegal. Yeah. yeah? It's illegal. Yeah. Hagrid's got one on school grounds... Yeah. Right? And he's involving children with it. Yeah. And he's already like, har- and he's harming students with it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's all illegal. And everyone's gabbing about it. Yeah. Uh, Hagrid's uh, taking out books, telling yeah. the kids. Uh, they're chatting about it. Malfoy. Malfoy's the only one who doesn't squeal about it. Yeah. He's brilliant. <laughs> Hagrid, this is proof that Hagrid has no other friends apart from these three children. Yeah. Because... If anybody went to that hut, they would instantly know what was going on and rumble him. Mm-hmm. So if Dumbledore went there, if any other kids went there, he doesn't even have, like, staff friends who he hangs around with. It's just these three children. Always be wary of gamekeepers with no friends. Yeah. Right? <laughs> because yeah. if you, if you like, move to a school and there's a gamekeeper there, oh, you can hang out with me. Yeah. Actually, maybe not, because, you know, you are 50 years older yeah. than me. Or anybody who, who like, doesn't have friends or makes friends extremely quickly and it's, like, intense. Yeah. You know, when you just meet someone, like, hey, come round, come round, you know, do this, do this, and you think, you're not spending time with anybody else here. <laughs> Where, you know, you know, you're 30. Why have you not got, like, good friends that you, that you hang around with? It's, like, suspicious. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Just oh, you know, a little my spidey sense would tingle. Yeah, it's something's just um, coming off too strong, yeah. a bit too forward. Yeah, yeah, very, very peculiar indeed. Now they go off to Hagrid's. Actually, I had a fr- I had a friend like that in primary school. Oh yeah, I met this friend. I'll not say his name. Yeah, but um, <laughs> stop me if I've told this before mm. because I may as well have done. Uh, befriended me too quickly. I moved to this new school became, in Spain. No, in England. In England, yeah. Became my friend. So I and he started showering me in gifts. Oh yeah, yeah. odd gifts. How old was this friend? <laughs> <laughs> 
He's in year five, right? All right, yeah. He starts showering me in gifts. Mm. Aftershave. Hey? <laughs> aftershave? He gave me aftershave. He's giving me stuff. Right. right. Are you sure this wasn't a 40-year-old man in a nightclub toilet? <laughs> <laughs> he was coming on too strong, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? I, he gives me the aftershave. I came in the next day. <laughs> school. <laughs> I was covered in it. Because <laughs> when you put on aftershave, especially if yeah. you're a kid, yeah. you don't understand that one spray's enough. You yeah, smell yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah. You spray it, and because you can't smell it yourself, you yeah. think, oh, it's not that strong, this. And I was absolutely yeah. drenched in the stuff. And he got. As a member of staff. Go on. If I smelt you, I would immediately suspect he's hiding cigarette smoke. <laughs> would you? Yeah. Because often you'll get, you'll get students who smoke and then they'll... Because they think, oh, I'm going to smell of smoke in school. Yeah. They layer on, like, spray or aftershave or stuff like that. And then they just smell of aftershave <laughs> and smoke. <laughs> it's just like being in a working men's club. It's new Lynx tobacco. <laughs> hey, do you want to smell like... <laughs> battery fluid but I hung out with him one day yes right went to uh, went to like a park or something with, with, yeah went to a park and uh, we made some like sandwiches before we went yeah mm-hmm. uh, me and another friend and uh, I was like I'm gonna go off and he did a wee right? yeah I come back and sit down to eat my sandwich and, uh, and I'm like where's he gone and my friend's yeah. like oh he's it was quite like stum about it. Yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. Oh, right, whatever. I turn around, he's in the bushes running towards me with his willy out, trying to wee on me. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, that is not where I thought this story was going. <laughs> so, these reasons why people with like, you know, people yeah. who come on too strong, yeah. you're like, that's why you've got no friends in year five. Yeah. You're weeing on people. You're weeing on people. And this is a tale of caution <laughs> to any one of our listeners. If you've just met somebody... Who's in they, year five. They're in year five. They've given you some aftershave. They've given you some aftershave. They're becoming fast friends with you. Be warned, you may soon be covered in their urine. Right? Please be careful. Another bit of the story. Yeah. Right? He really needs a bathroom, yeah? Don't yeah. want to go outside. He found... He finds a yellow... No, a, a purple quality street on the floor. <laughs> yeah. And he goes, do you think that bloke will buy this off me? So right. he could get 20p to go in a pay toilet. Right. Yeah. So he gets... <laughs> he goes over to this man with a chocolate... Imagine this. A 10-year-old boy yeah. goes a full-grown man... With a purple quality street, he's just fell on the floor. And yeah. he goes, will you buy this off me? Yeah. <laughs> and the man just gave him a quid. He was like, just get out of it. Like, Here's a quid, <laughs> fuck off. It's a small price to pay, I think, <laughs> to get that boy out of here. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, that can be in our, uh, in our Oliver's. Have you ever, will buy this discarded rose. Have you ever had a child? <laughs> a ch- <laughs> have you ever had a childhood fast friend come on too strong? Um, n- not that goes like not instantly. Uh, I can remember. Uh, n- not really. I had a guy who I once ran away from school in primary school. Yeah, go on. Um, because I was. Um, it was in about year six, and I had a friend who he was not. He was just very full on. This friend, um, and he was just a bit extreme and stuff. But I, I liked him. But anyway. I was a bit sad because people weren't letting me play with them in the games and things like yeah, that, yeah, and yeah. I was feeling a bit sad. And then um, and I went to him, and he was being horrible for some reason. I can't remember why. Mm. And then I was just like, oh. I said, I can't, you know, if you're going to be horrible to me, I'm going home like <laughs> yeah. this. Year six. Yeah, yeah, year six. And I wasn't going to, but then he went, go on then. And I thought... Oh, I'm gonna. Well, <laughs> and then I ran home. Yeah, how did that go? It went well. My mum was there. I got it. the emotion of it. I think it was the emotion of the day and the adrenaline of running home. The yeah. head teacher tried to chase me, and yeah, I ran yeah. home. And, That's fun. Yeah, and the adrenaline of it was just overwhelming, and I just burst into tears Picture when I got the home. Scene. Your hometown, you've you've jumped over the school gate, yeah. you're running along the promenade, seagulls are coming down at you. Yeah, yeah, but I escape. But then he ended up, I think he came later to the house and came into the house and talked to us both, me and my mum. Head teacher. Yeah, he was really nice about it. And I didn't get into trouble or anything. Because mm. yeah, they understood the circumstances of the situation. 
because like the red-nosed reindeer, they wouldn't let Mr. Kirkby join in in any of their reindeer games. Yeah. <laughs> they did, well, you know, half right, because that's true, but I did not get laughed at and called names. I think... But then, on the other side of this coin... Yeah. I've probably been the friend who's come on too strong. Oh, in what way? Um... Like, uh, you know, you get a friend, you're excited, you got a friend, yeah. like tiny things like that, maybe ringing them up too much as a kid. Yeah. And the parent, and I'm, you know, like, I think I dwell on this too much mm. now where I think, oh, I hope I didn't annoy them too much. Yeah. <laughs> ringing them up, tell him to stop fucking calling. <laughs> I mean, in yeah. fact, you know, people often, you know, ask us, you know, how did Potter Vision start? Yeah. And uh, it was the day we met, you said, uh, nice to meet you, do you want to do a Harry Potter show? <laughs> and uh, I felt a bit intimidated, so I said yes. <laughs> and here we are I won't make you run home That's, yeah, yeah. That, that clinched it That was the promise you made to mm. me mm. Now sometimes you're reading Your mind might be on something else yeah. You skim over a word You misread it And you completely get the wrong end of the stick Yeah. Before they, they're in Herbology And they're about to rush off to Hagrid's right? And it says they immediately Drop their trowels. They drop their <laughs> trowels at once. Yeah. I read that as towels. <laughs> I thought, what the bloody hell is this chapter? <laughs> you know what it's like in herbology. Get your clothes off, get in your towels. <laughs> Look, we don't want any man-made fibres near the plants. <laughs> get these cotton towels on. <laughs> I want to see those raw hides. <laughs> <laughs> rolling, rolling, rolling. Hey, um, yeah. rolling, raw hide. Anyway, so the yes. uh, the dragon's been hatched. Yeah, and uh, it's growing, right? It's quick. It's growing. They go around to Hagrid's shack, and there's empty bottles of brandy on the floor and chicken feathers everywhere. Yeah, which I'm... it was probably the same three weeks ago. <laughs> I was like, that's got nothing to do with the dragon. <laughs> He was like that anyway. A hundred percent. Hagrid has um, must have a massive stash <laughs> of booze and meat. Right. That is so. You know, like there's some things that you don't need to see. Uh, that's a really vulnerable way of letting the kids into his house. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So he's come in and these brandy bottles everywhere. Yeah. That's not okay. No, it's not. It's like, do you ever like, um, I don't know, you go in your friend's bedroom or something. Mm. I don't know, when you're a teenager even now. Yeah. And, I don't know, the bed's unmade or something. Yeah. Or like, I don't know, they've done something a bit, you're like, mm, Yeah, it's a bit off-putting, isn't it? Yeah, you're like, oh, I shouldn't see this side of you. Yeah, and it's not as if Hagrid doesn't have much to keep tidy. I did a viewing no when I was uh, used to work at uh, an estate agents um, we had to do flat inspections yeah and I went to do an inspection uh, of this doctor's flat yeah 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 he wasn't in he was like yeah yeah I won't be in just whatever he's piled high throughout yeah. his living room and kitchen was empty boxes of wine Oh my god yeah and I was I was like I shouldn't be seeing this oh like the box with like a tap yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He'd, he'd be like, and this was a doctor, yeah. Wow. But luckily, <laughs> Hagrid isn't in the hospital wing. He is not in the hospital <laughs> wing. So, Filch is the caretaker. Yeah, yeah, slash, yeah. I've heard about him. Slash cleaner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, does Hagrid's hut not come under that job description? <laughs> Every, everybody else's probably does. You know, he, he cleans the whole of Hogwarts. You think school. you think Filch is changing Snape's bedding? Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me, he dresses his wounds, he looks at his legs. I think he does more than change his bedding. Thank you very much. <laughs> I think he hangs out his washing. I think he sings him to sleep. Maybe that's one of like Filch's stipulations. I'm not I'm not going in, Agrid Shark. <laughs> oh, that, that is, uh, you know, there's one part of my contract that I will not agree to, and that is I'm not going into that filthy hat. There's one place I won't go, that's Hagrid's disgusting shack. <laughs> it is a Denzian of filth. But yeah, so it says uh, Hagrid is neglecting his uh, gameskeeper duties mm. as the dragon. Right Now I've thought about this, and I've never thought about this before, and you might think it's obvious. Go on. He's not, ge- he's not gameskeeper, he's gamekeeper, isn't yeah. he? 
Now, game is what you get when you hunt stuff. And it's the word for the, the animals that you've killed. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, so, so is that his job, to, like, catch the food? Well, he's always... Yeah, he was in charge of the turkeys, wasn't he, at Christmas? Yes, yeah. Um, he's got a lot of chickens for this uh, dragon to eat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, so... Maybe that is it. Maybe it is the fact that he is... But then he's, he loves animals so much, and yet he slaughters hundreds. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love animals. Eating them. Bearding them. Fucking them. Right, well, that will be cuts. <laughs> um, yeah, really weird. Um, yeah. Ron made me laugh for the first time. With the Charlie line? Yeah, so Harry goes to him, uh, <gasps> Charlie! He goes, no, my name's Ron, you're losing it. <laughs> These are the gags that keep me in. Yeah, it keeps us going. They're the little lifts in yeah. the graph of enjoyment. And do you know, actually, I'm agreeing with you here. I feel like this chapter is a turning point for Ron. He's being a bit funnier. He's being a bit more kind, a bit more considerate. He's starting to turn a corner, I believe. A bit more responsible. Yeah. He's going, what are we doing here? Yeah. Harry, um, yeah. you're getting carried away with yourself. Yeah. You know, like, three spells. Yeah. Yet you're involving yourself into something that yeah. does not concern you. Yeah, exactly. Right? What we need to be doing, boy, is uh, talking to another teacher. Yes. To say that this gamekeeper, the man who prepares food for the school, yeah. he's involving me in... A, pra- a crime probably punishable by a bit of sentence in Azkaban. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, you can't, what, what is the muggle equivalent? Uh, like, you, imagine your PE teacher. Hey, do you want to see a lion? Yeah. <laughs> It'd be mad, wouldn't it? Can you help me get rid of this lion? Or me? Do you know I'm 11 years old? Yeah. <laughs> you know, look, look, I, I'm not very good at lion taming yet. I, I only know how to pick <sighs> up a chair. You're the only one I could turn to. <laughs> oh, I don't know what to do. I, I can shake a chair at something, but I'm no good with the whip. Yeah. And then, big ask of Charlie Weasley. 100%. <laughs> if I was him, I'd be like, look, I've got a lot on. It's, you know, I, I'm, it's very busy here in Romania. And also, his his mates are just going to visit him. They're not dragon experts. <laughs> Hiya, you know you're uh, you know you're flying over next week to come and visit me, and we're going to have uh, uh, you know like a weekend city, city break. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, do you mind stopping off in Edinburgh and just picking up an illegal dragon? Yeah, we do mind. Actually. You couldn't smuggle it overseas and then across several uh, borders, could you? No, I couldn't. <laughs> Oh, some friends you are. Yeah. The and only problem is, is that Hagrid has become attached to it. Mm. Yeah. Harry, as well, overstepping the line. Yeah. Hey, I know who can sort this out. Who? Your brother. <laughs> can he? Yeah, hey. he can solve this problem. I don't think it's got anything to do with him. No, what we need to do is go to Dumbledore and say, Hagrid smuggled a light... Uh, a, a dragon, dragon into yeah, yeah, Hogwarts. Yeah. Yeah. And also, I thought um, non-students and non-staff couldn't just come into Hogwarts. Yeah, exactly. What, you know, there should be, like they have at, you know, most schools, a an entry system <laughs> where you beep, the receptionist says, who is it? You say who you are, you come into reception. If you're a visitor, you show a DBS certificate. That is checked. If you don't have a DBS certificate, you have to be accompanied by a member of staff at all times. This is a system that the wisdom world should also adapt to and also accept. Because are they saying that anybody can just fly into Hogwarts? Seems like it, doesn't it? Yeah. We didn't even get names for these four lads. He says they were happy enough. Hey! Do you know what? I think a smile can get you anywhere. Hey, the happy boys are here! Hey! The happy foursome! Yeah, it was... Here we are. I thought, right... Something seriously wrong yeah. with Hagrid in this chapter, right? Not only is he breaking the law, right? Not only is he giving up yeah. on his job. Yeah. It's the only job he could have, right? Yeah. You know, he's not allowed to be a magician. He's <laughs> having that on WWF. Not only, not only is he confiding yeah. in children, yeah. right? but he sees himself as a mother 
to an animal which he is like, you know, of no relation to. Yeah. And refuses to understand that a wooden shark is a bad environment. Like, he's letting this yeah. take over his life. Yeah. He's not listening to reason anymore. He's endangering the lives of children. Yeah. As far as I know, Hagrid identifies as male. <laughs> why does he not talk to the dragon? Why is he not daddy? Why Why is he mummy? He knows his mummy. He knows his mummy. Mummy has to say goodbye. Yeah, he's having a weird, like... Um, crisis. He's having a complete crisis. Putting... <laughs> so this dragon that he's known for two weeks... Yeah. Yeah, he's more important than the uh, yeah. lives of these students. Yeah. Because Ron, I think, alone at one point, goes to... I was, maybe I misread it, but it seemed to me like alone he went to go help. Yes, he does, yeah. Uh, Hagrid. Yeah, yeah. With the dragon. Yeah. And the uh, the dragon bites Ron. Yeah. Which Hagrid says, oh, stop frightening him. Yeah. yeah. Hag- it ends up being infected. Yeah. And then <laughs> his hand swells and he said it feels like it was going to fall off. Yeah. Hagrid, do you not know anything about dragons to think that, you know, they're poisonous? He, he's having no accountability yeah. for, <laughs> for these yeah. students. It's ridiculous. There's so many things that happen in this chapter. Like, <laughs> they've got a dragon, then they have to get it, then something's being burnt, then somebody bit in their hand. Oh, now Malfoy knows about this. Oh, now Malfoy's been caught. Now, it, this whole chapter has turned this book into some kind of Edwardian farce. Like, oh, everything's going wrong. Oh, what's going to happen next? Somebody's going to fall into a pond. The vicar's trousers are going to fall down. Somebody's going to slip into a lady's breasts. Like, what, what is this chapter where oh, everything's just going wrong? It just, it just feels like, like we said before, that we're just reading a different book. <laughs> He's, Rubius Hagrid is having a complete emotional breakdown. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's he's given up on everything. Yeah, um, and even he's taking no responsibility for this dragon because he's yeah. letting these kids get rid of it. Yeah, Hagrid's no, Harry and Ron have uh, contacted George, yeah. arranged for this transportation of this illegal animal, yeah. Yeah. and they're going to get him up to the Tortless Tower to put yeah. him up there. Yeah. Well, meanwhile, Hagrid's just sat in his flat drinking. Just sat in his flat. I want to bring up this point. Go on. Ron gets bitten by a dragon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes to the hospital. Oh, hospital wing. <laughs> And he says, he goes, oh, better make a lie up here. I don't want them to find out that Hagrid's got a dragon. I'm going to tell them that it was a dog. Mm. All right. Madame Pomfrey, I've got bitten by a dog. What dog? Right. Now you're into a corner, on. You've got two <laughs> options. Number one, Fang is one of the only dogs on Hogwarts. <laughs> so they're going to be going around to Hagrid's shack to investigate. You've messed that up because he's got a dragon there. Number two, Fluffy. Oh, so you've been looking in the third floor corridor, have you? Ron, you need to think of a better lie. What other dogs are there at Hogwarts? Well, the thing is, Fluffy would have taken Ron's hand off. Yeah. So, so they go Fang. It's got to be Fang. They go Fang, and then they go, Hagrid, we're putting Fang down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're putting Fang down, and we're also charging you extra for your heating bills, uh, because it is roasting in here. <laughs> You're sat in your underpants. <laughs> <laughs> Would it kill you to put on your moleskin jacket? <laughs> Blimey! Look at the look at the bills this year. You know what 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 are we doing wrong? Oh, it's Hagrid in his shack. <laughs> all this brandy all over the floor. I I'm not even going to ask about the chicken feathers. Are you eating them whole? What is happening? I don't want you plucking chickens in your shack anymore. <laughs> Yeah, it's just ridiculous, isn't it? Yeah. What it is, is he's a man without purpose. Yeah. He's reached a uh, a crisis in his career. Yeah. So he's been in this dead-end job yeah. since he got expelled. Yeah. Right? He's flatlining. He's yeah. like, I've, I've got nothing. <laughs> so he's gone stir-crazy. He's gone, uh, yeah. what do you call it when a chicken goes mad? Looking mental. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Oh, like, uh, I know what you mean. 
Uh, but I can't think of the word. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's gone absolutely... He's, he's plucking out his own feathers. Yeah, yeah, Right, yeah. because he's got... And he gets the... He, he sees uh, a dragon be born. And he goes, yeah. that's me purpose. Yeah. And he's forgetting everything else. Yeah. And then he's, uh, I don't know, he's letting his life crumble to pieces. He's got no adult friends. No. He just wants to be wanted. Yeah. He's drinking on his own in Hogsmeade... And just playing cards with strangers. So he's just sat there in Weatherspoons with a deck of cards looking at everyone who walks past <laughs> to go to the toilets. Uh, excuse me, do you want to play some cards? Uh, oh, so, caught you looking. Caught you looking, <laughs> sit down. There we go, bit of rummy. <laughs> Texas Oldham. <laughs> Going over to people. Oh, is anyone sitting here? No, take it. Oh, I'll join you if I will. <laughs> Mind if I sit down? <laughs> Don't mind if I join you. Do you like snap? <laughs> Is that an egg in your pocket? You're just happy to see me. <laughs> what I realised, what I thought, I drew comparisons to Of Mice and Men. Have you read that book? Yes, I have. Uh, and Hagrid, who do you guess he is? Hagrid is Lenny. <laughs> Isn't he? A big dafty. What happens to Lenny throughout that novella? They say, Lenny, my man, stop it. Yeah. <laughs> stop everything you're doing. Stop touching animals. Stop talking. Stop yeah. going near people. Yeah. And what does Lenny consistently do? He ignores that advice because yeah. he can't resist his urges. And he doesn't know his own strength. I wouldn't be surprised if this book ends with Ron shooting Hagrid in the back of the head. <laughs> <laughs> and do you know what? I would think fair enough. You know, it needed to happen. I know. I wouldn't be surprised if under that turban, um, Quirrell's just got Vaseline. <laughs> just embarrassed about his smooth buns. <laughs> Hagrid, right? They, he sends Norbert off packing. Right? Yeah. And he is sobbing. He can't stop crying. He's going to miss him. He's going to miss him. Suddenly, that scene at the beginning of the book where he gives baby Harry away suddenly doesn't have that much meaning anymore. No. In that first scene, we see Hagrid crying, giving up baby Harry. And we think, wow, he's made a connection with that baby. <laughs> he's took him under his wing. He's made a bond and he's sad to see him go. Yeah. But now, actually, Hagrid's just mental. How long has he known that baby Harry? He's suddenly become attached to it. Is this every person, animal or object he comes into contact with? He's got... Uh... <laughs> no, I want to keep me CDs. <laughs> Don't take them away. Don't please. take an ages building up that collection. <laughs> Don't tell Dumbledore. Please. Um, <laughs> the, yeah, he's harming students. Yeah. <laughs> he's bad decisions. Bad decisions. Bad decisions. This chapter is littered with bad decisions. Yeah. I think that's the moral of the chapter. Everyone's at it. Don't make bad decisions. Hermione neglecting her schoolwork uh, and giving in to peer pressure. Yeah. Uh, Ron is like, you know, lying about his dragon's bite. Lying. Lying to Madame Pomfrey. <sighs> she's going to know she's not daft. What dog is going to make your hand go like Mate, that? Mate, you're going to lose your hand. Yeah. You're going to lose your hand. Yeah. You don't lie to medical professionals. You can say you don't know how it happened. Yeah. I don't know how it happened, but I got bit by a dragon. Leave <laughs> it at that. Yeah. <laughs> you know... Don't give up your hand for this man. <laughs> Who does not care about you. He doesn't care about you. All he wants are your compliments. Mm. <laughs> That's all he's after. But they do it, don't they? They lie and they decide to take Norbert up to this tower where he's going to be collected. Now, on the way, they catch, they happen upon, Draco Malfoy and McGonagall. And the word that <laughs> is used in the chapter... They are grappling. <laughs> grappling? Well, she's she got him in a full Nelson, has she? <laughs> All right, come on. <laughs> tap out, tap out. So McGonagall's got Draco. <laughs> but, well, it says they're grappling with each other, and that is like a wrestling thing, isn't it, Wayne? And... You've got each other in holds, and you're wrestling oh, yeah, yeah. people to the ground. And she's in her nighty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is going on with these students and these teachers? <laughs> My goodness. <laughs> Oh, mm. my God. Tartan dressing gown. She's got a hairnet on. <laughs> She's just living the dream, isn't she? <laughs> inappropriate. Yeah, inappropriate. Ridiculous. 
Oh, but they, yeah, they get caught by Filch. He's also up at night. And because what have they done? They've left a third of the Deathly Hallows at the top of the stairs. Yeah. <laughs> Fools. Fools. I doubt they're ever going to get that back. <laughs> no. It's probably the last we've ever seen of the Invisibility Club. Well, it's open to inter- interpretation what Filch means at the end of the chapter. Because yeah. he says... He, am I, correct me if I'm wrong, but he seems to think he's part of the gang. Because he <laughs> says, we are in trouble. <laughs> oh dear, we are in trouble. Oh. I shouldn't be out either. <laughs> we've got exams in four weeks. What? <laughs> we've not revised. Yeah, I've got in trouble for missing herbology. What, Filch? Oh, sorry. I thought I was somebody else. <laughs> You're not part of this school. No. Right. Yes. How many... Empty bottles of brandy out of five are you giving this chapter? Out of five? <laughs> There's a few more than that in his shack. Yeah. Uh, out of five. Do you know what? Even though this felt like this wasn't the same book that we've been reading for the past 14 mm. weeks, it was a fun little adventure. I think there was a lot of funny moments in it, a lot mm. of interesting stuff. But I agree with you, I do feel like some of the character stuff jarred with what we've seen so far, the current evidence. I feel like a lot of stuff with Hagrid was just plain silly, all the mummy stuff seemed a bit bit unbelievable to me, even though this is a book about magic. Uh, So I I, I liked it, but I'm going to say I didn't love it, but it was a fun little adventure, and I'm going to give it... Three out of five empty brandy bottles. Three out of five empty bottles of brandy. Yes. For myself. Now, Lucas, you know me. I do. (laughs) (laughs) I like an oddball. You do. And what what I've said uh, previously is that uh, this chapter is everyone, like, straying, you know. They're going a bit odd. Hagrid is losing his marbles. Yes. You know, and that really, like, makes you think about Dumbledore's judgment. 100%, yeah. <laughs> you know, and uh, the kids are doing anything to protect Hagrid. Yeah. I've got no idea why. <laughs> the only sane character in this book, in this chapter, sorry, is Draco Malfoy. Yes. I'm out and about trying to stop uh, Harry, Harry Potter's got a dragon. Yeah. Miss, we've got to stop him. Miss McGonagall goes... Don't talk shit. (laughs) (laughs) You're out of your mind. Why are you always lying? Chapters everywhere. They're in Hagrid's shack. They're out of it. They're in the library. Everywhere. Honestly, for this chapter, I'm going to give it five empty bottles of brandy. (laughs) Out of five. He loves a I loved it. I was expecting a high rating from you, but I wasn't expecting. It's a just, full house. I just love to read about inappropriate uh, adult behaviour. <laughs> <laughs> well, if that's the case, I can envisage some five out of fives in the near future as well. <laughs> so, now, yes, are you ready for quiz fourteen? <gasps> Quiz, quizzy quiz, quizzy quiz, 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 gonna ask you some questions, how well will you do? Quiz, quizzy key, quiz, quizzy key, quiz, 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 gonna ask you about Harry Potter, Lucas, how well will you do? How Question one. Yes. How many weeks are there till the exams? Only ten. Only ten. Question two. Yeah. Where would you find... A description of a ditlang. A ditlang? What is this? <laughs> Let me just uh, double check. I don't even recognise this. It was in there. I think you're referring to Dittany and you've read it wrong. <laughs> no, I wasn't. You have. Read <laughs> it. This question is void. <laughs> ditlang? What is this? I think you're referring to Dittany. I've written it down, yeah. I just. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I believe that's in A Thousand Magical Herbs and Fungi. <laughs> yeah, I've just crossed uh, only one T, so I've read it. <laughs> but he's right! Hey. A Thousand Magical Herbs Right, question three. Yeah. What dragons are there in Britain? Oh, there's the common Welsh green mm-hmm. and the Hebridean black. Excellent. Wow. Right. Question four. Yes. How does Harry... Uh, describe the baby dragon when he first sees it. 
Uh, like a crumpled black umbrella. <laughs> oh my god, he's good. He's good. <laughs> what were Hagrid's last words to Norbert? Oh no. Um, oh, I don't like this. I think it is. Mummy loves you. Oh, wrong. wrong. Unfortunately, Mr. Kirkby, uh, you have lost the quiz this uh, week. What was it? Mummy will never forget you. Oh, it's so close! <laughs> Tantalisingly! That has been... You've got to do your work. You've got yeah. to do your revision. I just obviously have not spent any time revising that this week. I'm, ash- <laughs> I'm ashamed of you. I'm ashamed. Uh, that has been... Quiz. Quiz, quizzicky, quiz, quizzicky, quiz, 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 crew. Gonna ask you some questions. How well will you do? Quiz, quizzicky, quiz, quizzicky, quiz, 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 crew. Gonna ask you about Harry Potter, Lucas. How well will you do? Well, blue, And now it's time for our newest and popular segment. Hedwig's droppings. We're not referring to owl poo. We're not referring to plopings. We mean the messages you send in when we refer to Hedwig's droppings. So we've got a couple of lovely messages this week for Hedwig's droppings. Not as many this week, but I think that's because there was not a keyring on offer. Mm. You know, people love them lovely rewards. Now then, the first message we've had is from Amy Montgomery on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. Now, we were talking about presents last week. Yeah, yeah. And she wanted to show us a gift she's had. She said, hey guys, hope you had a nice Christmas and New Year. I wanted to show you this gift I got for Christmas. It's a Hedwig hand cream. Oh, really? And I'm going to show you this picture. So it's a Hedwig and it's a hand cream and you screw its head off. And there's hand cream in the middle. I love that. Can I just say, I've always wondered what it'd be like to screw off Hedwig's head (laughs) and rub his, like, you know, innards all over myself, or at least on my hands. So that's something I'd fancy, that. It's, you know, every little boy's dream come true. Mm. My hands are a bit chapped. I'm going to decapitate an owl (laughs) and get them nice and moisturised. And she says, does that make him nearly headless Hedwig? Which yes. I like. It does. It yes. does. Because it reattaches. Well done. It reattaches. So thank you very much for getting in touch, Amy. Now, we've also had a message on Facebook from your sister, <gasps> Sister Sophie. Yeah. She's not angry with you this time. That's good. <clears throat> she sent me a message. She says, I know I'm a week late for the keyring giveaway, but as a member of the Pottervision family, mm-hmm. I don't know what that means. Is that just any of our family <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> combined? I asked Tom for one. Now, she asked you for a keyring, and you said she has to ask me. So You're she's the... asked Mummy. <laughs> Mummy said, ask Daddy. And what does Daddy say? She says, please, can I have one? What are you saying, Sophie, Daddy? Sophie, you can have a bloody keyring. <laughs> It'll be in the post shortly. Thank you very much for getting in touch. Now, I don't want to set a precedent. Not everybody who rings up asking for a keyring is going to get one. Only the immediate family <laughs> of either myself or Tommy Laurie. And even then, we're not, we can't make any promises. No, can't make any promises at all. <laughs> so thank you very much. And then the final update from Hedwig's Droppings is we were talking about the Philosopher's Stone last week. Would we prefer eternal wealth or eternal life? Mm. The two things that the stone does. Now, I put this out on an Instagram poll. Yeah, yeah. What do you think the results were? Do you think people went for wealth or life? I think knowing as greedy as all our listeners are, they wanted that bloody wealth. (laughs) And you would be correct. (laughs) It was uh, 85% of the vote was wealth. Really? And just 15% went for eternal life. Mm. Which agrees with us, really. That's what we thought last week. Yeah. So there we go. That's beautiful to hear. And you're beautiful to look at. <laughs> nah. Right. <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for getting in touch. And if you want to be featured on next week's Hedwig's Droppings, just send us a message, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. There's also uh, a thing you can submit on our website, pottervision.com, or you can even email us, pottervisioncomedy at gmail.com. There are so many ways to do it. 
Well, that was Hedwig's drubbings. So this was the Potter Vision podcast. Thank you all so, so much for watching. As always, please get in touch with us. Please, uh, we're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Just search for Potter Vision. And we've also got the website, pottervision.com. And there's a chat function where you can talk to us on there. And you'll feature on next week's Hedwig's Droppings. So this was Chapter 14, Norbert the Norwegian Ridgeback. Join us next week. We've only got three chapters left. It's Chapter 15, The Forbidden Forest. I've been Tom Lawrenson. I've been Lucas Kirkby. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Bye-bye. But we will never forget you. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to the Potter Vision podcast. Uh, the music was performed by Jack Evans. If you've got any questions, comments or feedback, you can put them all on pottervision.com. Also, do us a favour. Please, could you like and share the show? Give it five stars and tell your friends. It'd mean a lot, please. All right, I know you will. <laughs>